Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Coming up on NBA Today, relive the confident calamity from the Cavs' seas clash in Cleveland. Say that 10 times fast. Should Boston be reaching for that panic button? Hmm, we discuss. Plus, we'll preview tonight's slate with that massively will impact the Western Conference standings. Are any of tonight's games must win? You'll see what we mean. The 76ers are a legit title contender, and people need to put more respect on their name. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. I'm Malika Andrews. That's Big Perk. Kendrick, before we get to the 76ers, is there anything that, that we need to hear from you? Absolutely. You see them? The 76ers are playing championship caliber basketball right now, and they're finding their way, and they have an identity. Guys are being stars in their role. We know Joel Embiid, he's going to go out there and give you those 40 pieces. We saw Tyrese Maxey had 24 last night, but it's James Harden for me. Those 20 dimes that transition to being a pure point guard and knowing his role of getting others involved. I'm watching this 76ers team, and I'm doubling down that they're legit. Well, let's take a look at them in action last night against the Indiana Pacers. The big fella, Joel Embiid, in action. The 76ers and Pacers, Becky Hammond, combined for 157 points in the first half. I know you have strong feelings about defense in this league right now. We'll get into that a little bit later. Tyrese Halliburton, though, doing what he does, Back beating the buzzer. Let's go to the third quarter here, Jalen Rose. Mm -hmm. Watch James Harden. I'm interested in your take on this because Doris Burke says that duo, Joel Embiid, will just two-point you to death. Absolutely, and the thing is, Joel Embiid, his ability to knock down that mid-range shot, whether it's on the wing at the free throw line, He's virtually unstoppable. James Harden does a ter terrific job of playmaking. Well, let's talk about that because look at the bottom of your screen there. James Harden, 18 assists, not anymore. 19 off of that Joel Embiid bucket. Once again, James Harden looking, dishing, finding, and getting results. High-scoring game. Not many people can get 20 assists. James Harden among special, James spe Harden. special group. Certainly contributing to that. Once again, Tyrese Halliburton, he's been having a heck of a year. Impressive part of this Indiana Pacers. How about a trade that works out for both teams where he and Sabonis both make the all-star team in the same year? Got to get rid of the ball here in the corner. Pushing it ahead to the big fella, Joel Embiid. Puts the exclamation mark on this game. Philly gets the win. Don't look now, but they've won three out of four and are starting to hit their stride. This is the second time this season Joel Embiid has scored 40 points in the same game that James Harden has 20 assists. They're starting to figure it out a little bit here. They're the fourth pair of teammates in NBA history to do this twice overall, but the first to do so in a single season. Jeanette, what else you got? Handball, oh. handball, have you heard? 
What's up, my big bro? I love you. Uh, it's time to get nerdy because the James Harden, Joel Embiid pick and roll has absolutely dominated the league. And on Monday, check out these numbers. The Sixers, they scored 1.67 points per pick and roll, which is the highest scoring rate on those plays over the last 10 seasons. It is absurd. Which, to put that into context, there have been 23,000 games like this, and that was number one right there. And the craziest part is the next two best games scoring wise and pick and roll they're at the hands of James Harden I love you second spectrum I love my nerds here at ESPN so I'm here with coach and let's break this down roll me my tape producer Jaren baby all right you're you want me to talk nerdy to you right oh please talk nerdy break it it. down all right let's talk about this guy right here pick and roll biggest disservice ever to be named to a pick and roll is two-man game because everybody's involved right here right here they got the nail guy okay that's the help This guy is actually supposed to be guarding Tyrese Maxey. They commit two to the ball. He is a master at reading defenses. What does the defense do? Put two to the ball, find the open guy. So, he's going to make this kick out. Nice, easy catch and shoot, three wide open. Everybody eats well when you have a guy that reads defense and just makes the right play time after time. Same concept here, okay? This time, it's beautiful though. Stop right here. Stop. Nail guy, okay, he was in the quadrant. This time he's going to cut through, so now this nail guy can't just load up on the ball and clog the middle up. As this pick and roll happens, this time he's going away from the middle, but this pop guy, no nail help because the cutter went through. Now nobody can help, and Mr. Embiid gets a wide open three. I mean, how are you going to get this guy who's like number two in the NBA points per game that open look, and it all starts with the pick and roll, Coach? It does, and and, and reading and just – Whenever you see two on the ball, you get rid of it. And they did a masterful job, honestly. All the other guys moving parts, proper spacing, and they kept mixing up the looks so that they just keep getting wide open shots. Malika, aren't you proud that I did the whole breakdown with Coach and also got to mention my Houston Rockets? I I am very (laughs) proud. I'm also loving the color coordination. That may have been the duo performance of the night, ladies, but it was not the game of the night. The Cavaliers and the Boston Celtics were. Donovan Mitchell, the Cavs, getting ready here. We're going to pick it up in the fourth because this is where things got spicy. Donovan Mitchell puts a spin move on high off the glass. Gets that to go. Takes a one-point lead (laughs) off of that play. And then on the other side here, Jalen Brown dishes it out to Derek White for three. Bounces. Gets the friendly roll. Now the Celtics take a slight lead. Watch Donovan Mitchell here. Weaving, moving all the way to the cup. Doesn't get it to go, but a foul would be called on that play. I don't – I still don't know about that. They would review it. There wasn't enough to overturn it. So Donovan Mitchell – Heads to the free throw line with the Cavaliers down by two at this point. He ties the game there. Speeding ahead the other direction. No. Again, a foul called on this play on Grant Williams. He's going crazy saying there was a foul. I still don't know if you can call that in Cleveland, but they did. It was a foul. They reviewed it to see if it happened before time went off. So Grant Williams says, uh-uh. I'm going to make them both. Come on, dog. I'm going to make them both. Come on, homie. He said, I'm going to make a loaf. <laughs> <laughs> Ride slow, homie. Got them both a loaf. First one didn't go. Ride slow, homie. Uh-uh. Second one didn't go. Jalen Brown got a hand on it. They looked like they were trying to get it back up and in. Wouldn't go. So to overtime. Oh, man. Head. Oh, no. That's oh, no, 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 no. Oh, Yes. Don's going crazy. You don't want to be in that position again. Get up, get down, down with authority. The Cavaliers 
looking again. Dishing it out to the corner. Big three ball on the way. Yes, it yes, is I good. See you, the Cavs get it to go. Cleveland gets the win over Boston in overtime. Duel. Take a listen to Jalen Brown after the game. There's no more victories in this like, like, we got to win games, period. And I got to be better. Um, it was spots in overtime and through the game. I feel like I rushed some shots and that I wish I could have back. But overall, we just have to have a fighter's mentality. And we got to play to win. All right, so here's the reality. The Celtics now have blown double-digit leads in three straight games, starting with their NBA season-high 28-point blown lead on Friday against the Nets. That's before losing leads of 14 and 15 in the last two days against the Knicks and the Cavaliers. So I want to bring in senior writer Zach Lowe and big Pulitzer Kendrick Perkins because, Perk, I need a word of the day from you on the loss of the Celtics last night. Well, you know it's been a minute. It's been a minute, so I had a lot of time to study. Mm. And I'm going with hebo-tuniness, okay? What? Hebo-tuniness. And you know what that means? No. Listless, okay? That means not being there. Then that's what the Celtics are right now. They're not there mentally. And when you talk about a team that has championship aspirations, I, I, hey, I'm using it right now, so this make one time. Well, when you talk about a team that have championship aspirations, a team that's supposed to be dialed in with almost less than 15 games left into the season, a team that we witnessed last season be at the peak and started to peak at the right time, they're taking horrible shots on the offensive end. They're not dialed in de defensively. I seen Mikael Bridges drop 38 on them. Emmanuel quickly went for 38 on them. Donovan Mitchell went for 40 plus. And with this team, with the elite the wing defenders that they have, that's not supposed to be the case. The Celtics have to dial back in and establish and get an identity that they don't have right now. I, I don't want to spend too much time just philosophically on, on, the, on the loser of any particular game, but Zach, that word is that is that the word that you're using to describe the Celtics? Yeah. I don't even know what that word is, but I'm not going to re-overact to a couple of Celtics losses where Jalen Brown's missing one game against the Knicks and right. Jason Tatum's missing this game against Cleveland. They're not playing their best, but they'll be okay. The number one seed battle, though, is going to be interesting between Milwaukee and Boston. So then let's get to the Cavs side of things, because what are your thoughts on them with 15 games left to go here? <clears throat> I like their team a lot. They're in a dogfight for that 4-5 spot with the Knicks. We might get a Donovan Mitchell bowl in the first round right. between the team that got him and the team that didn't get him. But two things to watch for the Cavs. Number one, Evan Mobley, slowly but surely, the three-pointer might not be coming. The rest of his offensive game is starting to blow up a little bit. He can get buckets in a lot of different ways, and he's starting to assert himself a little more as a third scorer around the two guards that we know are going to bring it every night. But the thing that makes me nervous about Cleveland is they can't seem to figure out who their fifth guy is around their core four. Last night it was Lamar Stevens. Can I really count on that every night? Karis LeVert's had kind of a mess season. Mm. Ricky Rubio hasn't moved the needle. Dean Wade hasn't moved the needle. Osmond hasn't moved the needle. Even LeVert hasn't really moved the needle, although he played crunch time over Jared Allen last night. It feels like there's still a missing puzzle piece there. And you know what? That's fine. The Cavs weren't even supposed to be this good this year. This team is built to be good for a long time. But Evan Mobley, that dude is going to be a superstar. Perk, last word on this for now. Yeah, yeah, but Zach, you got to have some type of concern when it comes down to the Celtics. I believe they were up 
by 25 plus on the Brooklyn Nets at home, blew that game. They were up double figure on the Knicks, blew that game. Hell, they was even up double figures last night. And then we're not seeing Robert Williams right now. Jason Tatum again said it himself. Robert Williams is the most important piece for us trying to go and accomplish the mission of winning the championship. Him not being healthy raises a, a major concern for me and it should for you as well because they're not only not going to get past Giannis and the Bucks, but they're not going to get past Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers if Robert Williams is not healthy and, being, and not being able to be on the floor. Right, because the top of the East is tough. Let's take a look at the standings out East because the Celtics, they've now dropped actually two games behind the Bucks for the top seed and then Boston is followed by the Sixers, the Cavs, and then you can see there the Knicks. So Mr. Jalen. What up, Doe? That means we need to take a look at the top of the East. Maybe even rank them, sir, starting with number Let's four. do that. And, but I want to make sure that we reference this. <laughs> and to Perk's point, I like to judge success off of realistic expectations. And the expectations of this year's Boston Celtics team is to do better than they did last year. Right, and they would say that, Jalen. They are saying that we know that this season is not a success unless we can get back to that and, and they're goal should be to get that number one spot because mm. if they don't get that number one spot and game seven is in Milwaukee they were on the opposite end of that last correct. year correct Milwaukee and Bucks. they won't make it to the finals and before I do my top four I want to also show this board and re re recognize the Knicks are on an amazing win streak right Woo but they still ain't passed the Cavs <laughs> so I'm gonna put the Cavs at number four all right I know people again I appreciate the greatness of Julius Randle and what Jalen Brunson has done and Tibbs allowing them to cook. Emmanuel Quickly quickly has been terrific in filling in for Brunson. Number three, Perk, let's talk about these Sixers. Mm. I agree with you. I'm loving what I'm seeing. But it's in the regular season. I still need to see the James Harden in the regular season, in the postseason. And until that happens, mm -hmm. I can't put them ahead of the Celtics because I've seen them do it. That's fair. And number one, Ooh, the Milwaukee baby. Bucks. Middleton is still coming off the bench. Yes. They haven't hit their stride yet. Jay Crowder, Bobby Portis, mm. uh, Drew Holiday, the best two-way guard in the game. And they've won a championship as a collective. Mm -hmm. I can trust Preach. them. I can trust Preach. their head coach. I absolutely. So right now, this is in line with the standings that are at the top of the East. I like it. I like the Milwaukee Bucks at one. And talking to Chris Middleton, he says, I know I got to be up 38-ish minutes when we're start talking about the regular mm -hmm. season. I'm not quite there yet, but he's trusting this process to sort of get there. And oh my goodness, the Eastern playoffs are going to be fun yeah. this season, Jalen. Still to come, though, on NBA Today, let's talk a little bit about the West because the Grizzlies and Lakers are set to square off a full preview on what to expect in a massively impactful game in the standings. And then we're going to go back east because Jalen Rose, he takes us down a very special edition of What Up Doe, Mr. Rose, the team that's up, the player that's up, the future that is looking up. Plus, Damian Lillard, I mean, he's absurd, but his absurd triple-double, the wild ending to Raptors Nuggets, more on Grant Williams. It was a little bit of a backfired vibrato there. Takeaways from a wild Monday night. That's coming up next. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, 
on Yeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. NBA Today is presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Welcome back to NBA Today. We're just a few hours away from tonight's game across the street at Crypto.com Arena where the Grizzlies, they are in town to take on the Lakers. And Dylan Brooks, he fielded questions about John Morant just moments ago. You know, we love our brother. Whatever help he needs, you know, we're here for him. Um, and, you know, just keep being himself. And don't lose yourself in all this, you know, media and antics and all this stuff. So, you know, just, you know, being around family and, um, you know, come back stronger. Have you had any conversations with him since this all happened? Um, you know, I just told him, you know, whatever you need from me, um, you know, as a brother, as a teammate, as a friend, you know, as family, um, you know, um, you know, you can hit me up whenever you want, um, you know, but I haven't, you know, spoke to him since. Senior writer Ramona Shelburne is joining us now. She has been covering the fallout of John Morant, posting a video to his Instagram Live over the weekend in which he was seen uh, carrying what looked like a gun. Ramona, how are the Grizzlies approaching this time as an organization without John Morant? Well, you know, you, you this is a moment of self-reflection for John Morant, but also for the Grizzlies organization. And we had a discussion with Taylor Jenkins, the coach of the Grizzlies, the other day about how they, they're taking stock of what they could have done differently, too. That He said, we all can do better. Now, I can tell you from what I'm told, talking to people in and around Memphis and with the organization, that there were conversations, Malika, with with John Morant before this incident based off of the pattern of behavior that they had been observing and that had been becoming more and more public through some of the incidents that had been reported on. And as one person with the Grizzlies told me, it just wasn't getting through. Mm. The message of this is going to come to a head, that this pattern of behavior could lead someplace that you don't want to be and we don't want to be, the message just wasn't getting through. And there was almost a sense of, of optimism now that because this came to a head, because of the situation and the way Ja has handled it so far, immediately apologizing and taking ownership of all of it, that this is a moment where he can move forward in his life and his career. And and, and maybe that message that they were trying to deliver to him um, for several months, really, about the way he was behaving on and off the court would finally get through. And this feels like a moment where they can all grow from, even as an organization. Ramona, thank you. No John Morant tonight as the Grizzlies face the Lakers. They will also be without Steven Adams, without Brandon Clark, but they are getting Dylan Brooks back here. Tough stretch, though, Ramona, coming up for the Grizzlies. Yeah. They're visiting the Lakers tonight. Six of their next seven, next seven games, they come against playoff teams. That includes five games against the Warriors and the Mavericks. Whew. So as the Grizzlies, they enter this pivotal stretch. It's time to talk a little bit about how Tyus Jones has been taken over. Let's do some X's and O's over here, Shanae. 
Oh, let's do it. Coach, what do you love so much about Tyus Jones? Because you are one of the greatest point guards I've ever been able to witness. Say it louder. No. One of the greatest point guards I've ever no, been no. able to she witness. Game, I know game. you have an eye on this sensational player. Yes, so the good news out of Memphis is you have arguably the best backup point guard in the game. He makes exceptional reads. He is exceptional in the pick and roll and getting other people involved in a, in a, in a league that basically doesn't have a lot of traditional point guards. Mm -hmm. He's traditional in the way that he gets other people involved. He's special in that category. And he takes care of the ball as well. He's an improved three-point shooter, and he plays within himself, and he competes defensively. Yeah, did I see that? I think on the pre-show call, uh, didn't he? wasn't he number two in like assist to turnovers, and then last year he was number one, so he's mm -hmm. always paced the league in that category. Yes, and his little brother was right behind him last year. <laughs> all right, let's take a look at this pick and roll. First of all, Game over if that roller gets behind the big. He is too good, too unselfish. He's going to make the right play every time. This time, again, Yak, you know better, Yaka Pertle. Get your <laughs> drop. Don't let that guy get behind. Commit. Oh, boy, that's trouble. And he is great at that laser pass, that Luka Doncic, that... James. So you're saying like he's really been able to achieve greatness because he comes from a basketball family, right? <laughs> That's what you're saying. <laughs> Two of my favorite boys, them Jones brothers, their mama raised them correctly. I'm, I'm raising boys myself. If I can raise them to be like those young men, I'm That's doing awesome. a great job. That part, Malika, this was fun. I love it. Tyus Jones, he's going to be taken over. Coming up, though, right here on NBA Today, Steph Curry, he is no stranger to hitting game-winning shots in Oklahoma City. It seems like he'll be ready to strike the thunder once again tonight. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So, Janae, look how tight the West standings are. The five through the eight seeds are separated by just one game. Five through eight, one Ow. game. And then four more teams are tied for nine through 12 seeds. Oh, identical records. Seven through ten, they make the play-in tournament. So, everything is tight and wild. Yeah, I just said that. In the West. So, Janae... The West is stacked. The schedule makers, they did us a favor tonight. A lot of great games. I want to start with the five-seed Warriors. They are in action tonight. Okay. Let's take a look here. The Warriors, 
the five seed. They're playing the Thunder. They have the ninth toughest remaining Ooh. schedule in the NBA. So you get a little good news that Steph is back, right. but then you also have one of the most difficult schedules. Exactly. Chris, the Suns, okay. Yeah, so this that is, is that's the not Lakers. your old Suns. Right, this ain't the Suns. This ain't your daddy's Suns. This is what the Warriors are looking at right now. Uh, Projection-wise, when we're looking at the Warriors, they're projected to make the play-in tournament with an 86% chance of doing so. That's according to ESPN. Wow. Sky. But Becky, do you think the Warriors are going to finish top five in the West? Throw your projections out the window. They're gonna be top five. They're going to be top five in the West. And it's not so much about uh, just the Warriors. I'm not a strong believer in everybody else. But it's a hard if they stay healthy. If they are healthy, without doubt, they are top five. Mm. All right. Well, then let's take a look at the Timberwolves. They're in action tonight against Philadelphia. The Timberwolves. Second toughest remaining schedule. Ooh. Although, you know, this was done in the Nets a little bit, a, a different Nets team than started the season. True. 76ers right now, they're, that's who they're, they're up against. The 76ers have been on the up and up. Zach, where do you think the Timberwolves are going to finish? Are they going to avoid the play-in tournament? I think all of these teams, I think what we're saying is there's a clear demarcation or becoming one between 5, 6, 7, 8, and then 9 and below. If you're asking me where do the Timberwolves finish in that group, given how hard their schedule is, given how many home games the Clippers have coming, even though they have a bad home court advantage, I'm going Minnesota gets in the 7 and 8 seeds. One of those two just in the play-in tournament and out of the top six. But anything from 5 to 8, as possible they should not fall below eight okay should not fall below eight the only matchup though that's featuring two teams in the playoffs in the play-in is the ninth seeded jazz and then the dallas mavericks they're in the seventh seed right now i, I want to focus on on the mavericks on this one. Ooh, hi timberwolves i got you girl i appreciate you sis mavericks here Second easiest remaining. Oh! So that may be good news for Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, and company. What do you think? I'm not mad at this because they finally, it took them a while to figure out how they have those big outputs and win. So I think this is a good outlook for Dallas. I want to get Kendrick Perkins' take on this. Are both of these teams, do you think, the Jazz and the Mavs, are they going to finish in the top ten? I don't. I don't. I think the Mavs will, obviously, because of Kyrie Irving and Luka. But I think the Lakers are going to actually be the one to knock the Utah Jazz out. I think Anthony Davis is going to continue to elevate his game to LeBron James get back. And then the shooter is going to help him. So I got the Lakers in, Jazz out, and I got the Mavs in for sure. Well, the projections, they agree with you. They have the Jazz out, projected to be out of the playing tournament all the way down there. All right. Let's get one more in here for you if I can get this thing to work still. We talked a little bit about this game earlier, but the second seed of Grizzlies, they're across the street. They're playing the Lakers, who are the 11th seed. So, since we just talked about Tyus Jones and the Grizzlies, let's talk a little bit about the Lakers. Okay, here we go. We're looking at the Lakers. What do the numbers tell us? Keep scrolling. They're currently down at 11. You have to do that to Lakers fans. Keep scrolling. But this is why. It's worth it. Third easiest schedule here remaining for the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, what? I see what you're doing, Malik. I'm sorry. All right, then I'll ask Jalen. I think I've only asked you this question about a thousand times this year. The Lakers are going to finish where in the West, Jalen? A part of the play. Um, I didn't think they would make it to the sixth seed if LeBron would have stayed healthy, and they were 13 when he got injured. Now they've won a couple of games. They're up to 11. But I don't think they're going to be able to leapfrog so many teams in order to get to the sixth spot. The Lakers will be a part of this year's plan. Oh, all right. Is there a game you're most excited for tonight, Shanae? Honestly, I love all the games. You know, I don't discriminate on games that I like. I just I like to watch that's, them all. That's that, what the numbers that, that's tell That's what Shanae does. Well, how about this? We have fresh sound right here on NBA Today from 
Kevin Durant. Let's take a listen. I'm at this point in my career, I've played with some of the best players to ever play. I've been in Olympic teams. I've been on, you know, some of the best teams, all-star teams. So I've tried, I figured out, um, you know, the best way to kind of fit in with, the, with a group of guys. And, you know, like I said, you hear about uh, what this team has, you know, done. And then you play against them. And then you start to understand the term. So uh, when you realize that everybody runs the same stuff, just different, it's just different players you put in those spots and, so, uh, you know, but having communication with your teammates every day is, the, is the, the most important piece of it all. So Kevin Durant makes his home debut tomorrow, which should be fun. More impactful games in the West tomorrow night, though, on ESPN. Luka and the Mavs in New Orleans take on the Pelicans, followed by the Raptors and Clippers. NBA countdown with us. It gets us all started at 7 o'clock <laughs> Eastern. Coming up next on NBA Today. Hey, Jalen. What up, though? <laughs> We're going to do a new segment, What Up, Though? Another installment. The team that's up, the player that's up, the surprise future that's looking up. My New York Knicks, and they've been doing their thing. One of the hottest teams in the NBA. Do me a favor. Don't try to catch me. Oh, gorgeous move from Jalen Brunson. He'll tell you the same. He knows my name. I'm in full of them. Not into failure. They're deep. They're tough. Randall knocks down the three with seven tenths of a second remaining. Absolutely, they can make some noise. So before this win streak, the Knicks, they were stuck in the play-in zone seventh. Five and a half games back of home court in the first round. But the streak, this has vaulted them up to fifth, now just a game and a half out of fourth. So might the Knicks come up in another installment of What Up Doe? With Mr. Jalen Rose. And the emphasis here is on the up. And since we just focused on the Western Conference, I want to take it on the Eastern Conference. What player to you in the East is headed up? And I'm going to show you how the East Coast rocks. So let me get this right. Two years ago, the Knicks were a four seed, Mm -hmm. and Julius Randle was an all-star. Well, last year, he was being booed by his home fans. These same fans that now get to celebrate the New York Knicks and their win streak. Mm. Julius Randle is on his way up because he's balling every night. Are you ready for this? No. Hasn't missed a game. I love it. This year. Yep. Take that for low management. I love that. And I I know someone else who is high on Julius Randle. I want to bring Zach Lowe into the conversation. What what do you make of this what up, though? Julius Randle's headed up. You could have picked anyone on the Knicks. I think Josh Hart just got elected mayor of New York City. They (laughs) haven't even lost a game since they traded for him. Emmanuel quickly just put up 38 on Boston. He's in the six-man-of-the-year conversation. But Jalen's got it right. A year ago right now, the discussion on Julius Randle was thumbs down to his own crowd and uh-oh, is his contract kind of a bad contract? Do the Knicks need to get out of the Julius Randle business? He might make another All-NBA team again. He's been that good. It's a great story. And the Knicks, boy, oh boy, are they unpleasant to play against. You feel the Knicks all 48 minutes. So Julius Randle is the player that is on his way up. How about the team, Jalen? So when I look at the Eastern Conference standards, the Celtics used to be at the top. Mm-hmm. Now that's the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. But as the Celtics look in the rearview mirror and realize that Robert Williams III may have to play against Julius, I mean, may have to play against Giannis, 
and Embiid in the playoffs. Yep. If he's not healthy, advantage Philadelphia mm -hmm. 76ers. But here's the caveat. I know what I'm going to get from Embiid. I know what I'm going to get from Maxi. I need to see James Harden play in the playoffs the way he's playing in the regular season. Good point. Stay tuned. But for the regular season, they on their way up. What do you think, Zach Lowe? Philadelphia 76ers on the way up? You all opened the show by having Perk recycle old Perk clips of him talking <laughs> nice about the Philadelphia 76ers, making Perk look good. Someone else has been on your show all summer and all fall saying the Sixers should be insulted by any talk that they're below the top two in the East, that they have all the goods to make a championship run. And the only question, as Jalen just pointed out, is, is James Harden showing up in the very biggest games? Because mm. if the answer is yes, they can beat anybody and I don't know who I got to pay on our production staff to start getting my correct predictions recycled on air over and over again like Perk does. Perk, what does he got to do? Well, wow. well, first, get him, Perk. Well, I mean, first of all, first of all, Zach, all, all you got to do is get your predictions right. That's the first thing. <laughs> Second of all, I when did. it comes down to Jay, when it comes down, of. when it comes down, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, we all have the same call and we all be able to go over and I just request mine. I just happened to say mine yesterday. But when it comes down to James Harden, Jay Rose, I want to ask you and Zach this. What version of James Harden are you actually looking for? Are you looking for the scoring version of James Harden in Houston? Or are you looking for the PG James Harden that we're seeing right now? Because if we're looking for the PG version of James Harden, I strongly believe we're going to get that this postseason, which is going to elevate Joel and B even more, which is going to elevate Tyrese Maxey, which is going to elevate McDaniels and Ty Tobias Harris, which is going to make the 76ers a better team in the postseason. And Big Perk, I got an answer for you. So they're going to need James Harden to also score the ball mm. and be efficient when the playoffs come. And he's been a part of some of the biggest meltdowns that we've seen a great player have in the playoffs. Like the 13 turnover game, like the time his team missed 27 or more threes in a game, the time he has single digits. Sure. In a playoff game, when the Rockets, sorry, Chanae, were actually in the playoffs at that time. Dang. So I need James Harden, Perk, to be engaged in the playoffs. And last year, he struggled when Embiid out also. So I just need him to ball in the pro season like he's been balling in the regular season. Zach, which version are you looking for? This version right now is just fine. Like Jalen said, all I'm looking for is not the James Harden who's 2 of 11 in elimination game after elimination game. Not the James Harden who disappeared in game six against Miami last year and then said after the game, well, the ball didn't find its way back for me. As if he's not MVP James Harden. This one right now, point guard James Harden, whatever you want to call him, is just fine and good enough for this Sixers team to make a run. There you go. All right, let's have some fun here. The last installment, the last category on this installment of What Up, though. The future that is on the up. If you ever meet somebody from Detroit that's been to Detroit, know somebody from Detroit, yep. at some point they're going to say, what up, though? And Monday, guess what it is? 3-1-3. I'll be at the game Monday night as we celebrate 3-1-3 day. The Pistons' future is up. Ooh. We have Kay Cunningham. 
We have Jaden Ivey. We got Jalen Duran. And we get Victor Wembanyama. Oh, no, you ain't. Yeah, I said it. No, you ain't. We can fight this off. That. Well, since we're talking about Victor <laughs> Wembanyama today, I'm going to let you guys uh, deal with this. Yes. Good timing, Mr. Rose, because Wemby, he is in action as we speak. Let's take you there now. Let's check in on Mr. Wembanyama, projected to be the number one pick in the 2023 NBA draft. Oh, my Whoa, goodness. where'd he come from? I mean, the length, the athleticism. Becky, what do you think of him? I mean, <laughs> goodness. My thing with him, you know, he—he's a generational talent, right? Like, he's a generational talent. He is absolutely. So, speaking of who's next, let's take a look at the McDonald's All-American Games 2023. Morgan Wooten, National Players of the Year. Isaiah Collier, a guard from Wheeler High School in Georgia, the number three overall class of 23 prospect in the ESPN 100. He committed to USC. So here's ESPN draft analyst Jonathan Gavoni on Collier. Isaiah Collier is the number one point guard in his high school class and a candidate to emerge as the top overall player in the country. Six foot four with outstanding ball handling ability, fluidity changing speeds, and vision passing off a live dribble, Collier possesses tremendous creativity navigating pick and roll sets and makes the game easy for teammates. He's also a strong, competitive defender who embraces contact on both ends of the floor and plays a winning style that will be appreciated immediately at USC, where he's committed to play next season. Ricky Rubio, Darren Williams, and Monte Morris are some comparisons that come to mind projecting his style of play to the NBA level. Thanks, Gavoni. Michaela Williams, a guard from Parkway High School in Louisiana, the number two overall class of 23 prospect in the ESPNW 100. She is an LSU commit. LSU Just up. so happens to be a three-sport athlete, too, which is absolutely wild. Ooh, nice little move. And one sign. Okay, sis, I see you working. Balling. Still to come, though, on NBA Today. Did you guys see this? Scott Foster. <laughs> he said, see you, Scotty Barnes. A little surprise ejection at the end of the Nuggets Raptors game. We're going to chop it or drop it coming up next. <laughs> He's like, what? I know. I know. <laughs> You're watching NBA Today, presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Why would we want to stay on the rails? You don't enjoy the rails? No. We're going to go off the rails tonight. Will Ferrell is here. The Vinny Zen is here as well. Matt Damon and I, after we finished high school, drove to French Lick, Indiana, and tried to just go to Larry's house. Eric, Eric, you're not playing. You want some beer? Uh, I'm good. I appreciate the offer, though. Marcus Smart in the paint. Happy birthday, Marcus! What do we think of the Pacers? Sixers! Did you ever see Robin Williams do live stand-up? Throw down! That's what this show's about. So, there's that. Um, let's just put Bill Walton, Will Ferrell over here for a minute. Because uh, that, that's not the only reason it was a wild night across the association. Uh, no, I'm not, for many reasons. We have a few topics to get to. We haven't had a chance to hit them yet, so we're going to play a little game of chop it or drop it. Becky, do you know how this works? If you don't, this is how it does. Um, if you want to talk about a topic, you're going to say, I want to chop it. If you don't, you say drop it. Cool? We'll move on after that. Ready? Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Oh, yeah, she's ready. Let's do it. All right, our first topic will be Scott versus Scotty. The Nuggets, the Raptors, they were in a one-point game with under 30 seconds to play here. Jakob Pertl was whistled for a foul. 
And that call, it, it frustrated Scotty Barnes. So then Scott Foster, he wasn't too happy about the Barnes reaction, tossed him from the game, resulting in a three-point possession. Foster said post-game that Barnes was ejected for questioning the integrity of the officiating crew. There's a whole lot there. So, Perk, did this ejection decide the winner of the game? Chop it or drop it? We got to chop it. And, yes, it did. And, and look, at the end of the day, you should never leave the game in the official's hands. But Scott Foster has to put his pride aside. It's not about you. Like, let the players decide the game. And I guarantee you, whatever Scotty Bourne said at the time, it wasn't that harsh for him to get ejected and cause for this to happen at the end of the game and be the deciding factor to this game. Zach, where do you fall on this? I like to watch the players play basketball more than the referees make gestures like that. So unless there was something really horrible said, can we just let the players finish the game, please? Can I? Oh, yeah, I agree. I like to watch players play basketball because I'm a player myself. So free the players. <laughs> All right, Scott Foster aside, let's get to the Nuggets. They were able to get the win thanks to some unbelievable clutch play. The Nuggets, they're outscoring teams by almost 25 points per 100 possessions in the clutch, over nine points better per 100 than any other team and having the league's second best clutch time record at 20 and 9. So, Chanae, Denver's clutch play is an under-discussed aspect of the resume as a true contender. Do you want to chop it or drop it? I want to drop it because there are a lot of aspects of the Nuggets that are over-discussed. So, a lot of hot takes in honor of my bros. Let's just drop it like it's hot. Let's drop it drop like it. it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Damian Lillard posted a triple-double in last night's win over the Pistons, his second 30-point triple-double in the last 10 games. So before those two games, Lillard had just one 30-point triple-double in his first 753 regular season games of his career. So, Zach, he isn't in the MVP race, but chop it or drop it. Is Dame actually having his best individual season in the NBA? Oh, we got to chop it because the it. answer is yes. He's averaging 32 points a game. That's a career high. He's getting to the line almost 10 times a game. That's a career high. And the reason he's doing that is because his ball handling has reached a new level. His driving to the rim has reached a new level. He is doing this regularly over and over. Look, those are the first two defenders. Mo Wagner, you are about to be barbecued chicken. He's getting <laughs> past that second layer of defense and drawing three or four guys regularly please ignore that the Blazers miss all these shots here we go again these centers come up to the level of the screen and they got no shot he's going left right by him here comes defender three defender four open three not there but Dame is doing damage off the bounce at a level that we haven't quite seen from him before in his illustrious career what an incredible season he's having Park. If you would have told me before the season that the Portland Trail Blazers would have would be in the higher uh, seed than the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, I would have thought you was crazy. But here we are, and it's because of the player Damian Lillard, right? Just think about it. We saw 71 from him last week, and we're seeing him carry this team single-handedly right now and doing it and keeping them alive. And we probably won't talk about the Trail Blazers or, or Dame for probably another week or so because there's just so much other stuff going on in the NBA. But then again, he's going to come with another historical performance that gonna, that's going to get our attention that forces us to talk about him. And so, hate, yes, he deserved the love for us to chop it. And I hate feeling like Perk's takes sway me at times, but, like, you see those misses that Zach Lowe pointed to, and it's like, yeah. if you insert that on another team, 
the sky is the limit for James, so I'm starting to feel some type of way a little bit. Oh, and that's rare for you. Yeah. All right, last but certainly oh, oh, oh. not least, this is awesome. Say Paul it. Gasol. Paul Gasol will have his number 16 retired tonight at Crypto.com Arena. Just the 12th Laker to have his jersey in the rafters. Pau won two titles with LA. He averaged 18 and 10 over seven seasons with the team. So Perk, chop it or drop it. Oh, we're going to chop it. I'm sorry. We're going to chop it. You were, you were, you were, you were taking it in the great. I remember in 2008. <laughs> Listen, I, I remember in 2008 when Paul Gasol was left on the island and KG and I double-teamed him. They killed him in the newspaper that summer. But what did he do? He bounced back in great fashion. He took the criticism and he delivered two championships and helped Kobe Bryant and bend that robin to him in order for him to get them championships. So kudos to Paul Gasol. He's one of the most skilled power forwards we have ever seen. Mm -hmm. And kudos to him getting his jersey retired. Well yep. deserved. Congratulations to Paul. I cannot wait to see that tonight. Still to come, though, on NBA Today, we're going to have to do a very special edition of the Top of the Top. Because here's the thing. you got to believe in yourself. Otherwise, no one else will. But failed confidence, those moments happen sometimes. Uh, we have the best of them. I know where this one's going. Yeah, sorry, Grant Williams. We'll be right back. <laughs> one, two, three. NBA Today is presented by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. So in case you missed it, Grant Williams, he was on the line to tie the game with less than a second left on the clock. And he told Donovan Mitchell, I'll make both. There's nothing wrong with believing in yourself, but sometimes they can go awry a little bit. Spoiler alert. He did not make both. He did not make either. The Cavs won it, no T. So that got us thinking. Grant's little late game mishap, it happens to the best of us, but we need to do a special top of the top brought to you by Jameson. It's just those, those failed confidence moments. And you gotta start with the walk away of Swaggy P. Oh yeah, that was it. Oh my goodness. That was it. It was a gift that I saw for years. I still use it. I think Funniest I it thing about this season is seeing sure. Kobe oh. Bryant on Jimmy Maybe. Kimmel distancing himself from any shenanigans with that roster. I love that piece. It was it was something. And then you have JaVale McGee. Oh, there was an era. Oh. He had an era. He had a time. Oh. This just, there was a lot, a lot going on. He thought someone was coming behind him for the, for the play, maybe, laying it off the glass. I think it just slipped. Didn't it just slip? Yeah. It looks like the ball slipped. That yeah, that was, a, that was a long kickoff. Oh. You cupping it. You better cup it. I, I don't like doing this for a guy, Reggie Miller, but, you know, he takes a bow. I see you, killer. And then Tony said, hold my, hold my Jameson. <laughs> and and uh, that's the play that Scottie Pippen refused to go into the game. Yep. And he made the game winner. That Don't forget about this one, though. Kemba. Yeah, the shimmy. Yeah, the, the shimmy. shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I love like that's that's how I'm gonna walk off the show today. That's all post players live. <laughs> just from, like, from the Bronx, try to hit his Harlem no. Shake. Just a little, just a little shimmy before we end. We have so many excellent games that are going down tonight. The Battle of the West is gonna be on in full swing. Is there one that you're most excited for, Jalen? I'm excited for all of them. Oh, I, see, he I has my he answer. Has a Tanae answer. I'm for all right, all before of them. we go though, someone, it's someone's birthday, Hez Johnson, our wonderful social media man. We wanted to say a very happy birthday to you. Thank you for all you do to make our show better. That's going to do it for us. Happy 